Welcome back to another episode of the YB podcast. If you haven't heard the previous episode, I'd highly recommend you do so, since this is a continuation of the conversation we had. How often do we take spontaneous decisions and do things that turn out to make some of the most memorable moments we've had? In today's episode, Rita talks about this crazy challenge he and his friend took up of surviving on an island without money. I saw on your Instagram page you went to Malta without money. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was a crazy um, story. Uh, yeah, um, Malta, Malta. So, a friend of mine, Cal, I met. Cal is a member from YesFam. That I met him in the last summer, two thousand nineteen. He was doing a challenge after graduating. Graduating, um, one month and a half traveling through Europe without no money, only with his guitar. So he posted the the his video about his challenge on YouTube, and one mutual friends from the Yes Farm she sent us the link and if we can help him. So I sent him a comment on the video. I was like, hey, dude, if you come to Aachen, I can host you for, like, wherever you feel home. And it's fine. So he did a detour, and he came to Aachen. So we met. He stayed in Aachen for three days, and we became best friends. Suddenly best friends. Like, talking, laughing, enjoying, and just helping him filming uh, his videos and such. And even traveling. Like, he jumped to the he so what's the idea is he plays in a city he connect he collects money or play for money and then the amount of money that he have he goes to another city and so on he keeps moving so after Aachen I went with him to Cologne we filmed there it was we met a lot of people there and so in which in each city that he plays in he buys a sticker for the city and put it on his guitar so he forgot we didn't have time to buy for Aachen so he was in Frankfurt like three hours away from Aachen and I came to Frankfurt's meetup to surprise him and be, and bring him the Aachen sticker that he forgot to have and it was crazy we slept at ESFAM member's car and we got locked in inside it and <laughs> It was, we went through a lot of funny stuff and he came to Aachen Fiesta um, he surprised me in Brussels. he video called me he was like yeah I'm a bus now to Munich and like after half an hour I see him in Brussels behind me <laughs> scaring me and he did a lot of pranks and one day um, he would like video calling was like yeah he's asking me what's your plans I was like yeah I'm thinking about going swimming but I don't want to go alone and he was like, yeah, I, w- I will go with you. And I was like, I should, okay, okay, uh, that's good. I was like, no, 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 seriously, I will go with you. I was like, what? And he opened video call and he's in Aachen. I was like, what the hell are you talking? No way. What the hell are you doing here? So he came from the UK to Aachen just to surprise me. <laughs> So he's crazy, he's a crazy person. So about Malta, how we ended up in Malta. So his father, when he came back from uh, his Europe journey, his father asked him, how was the trip? So Cal was, yeah, it's easy. And his father, oh, that's easy. Then I have a challenge for you in February. 
I'm gonna book one-way ticket for you to a place that you will never know where to, only at the airport. And you have two weeks to go back to the to the UK, but no, uh, no flights. You're not allowed to use any flights. So I got in contact a contact with his dad, and he was like, "Yeah." I'm sending him to Malta. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm sending him to an island. <laughs> he's, he's not allowed to use any flights, so he needs to take ferries to travel. I was like, this is the, the sickest idea ever. And the fun part, he's pranking Cal by taking his guitar before traveling. So at the same day of traveling, I was already in Malta. So his dad took his guitar before riding the plane and Cal was freaking out. He was like, that's that's not a joke. That's literally not a joke. I have two weeks to go back to the UK. So Cal was freaking out and trying to have ideas how to survive for those eight hours in the plane. The first thing he saw me, he was like, dude, we're going to die. We literally, I have no money. I didn't have money. He's he's broke. He was like, dude, we need to go to a music organization, whatever it is. We need to try to borrow a guitar. We need to buy, rent a guitar. We need to ask people who have a guitar. So the thing is, his dad took his guitar, but he bought him a new guitar in Malta. So he contacted a music shop in Malta and he bought him a guitar that they gonna bring it to him at the airport and I knew about that and it was I was acting was like oh my god we're gonna serve we're gonna starve we're gonna like lose weight we're gonna I don't know what we're gonna do <laughs> so the guitar came and Carl was like what the hell is this it's like yeah this is your new guitar congratulations, this is your gift from your dad. I was like, no way, no way. I was freaking out the last 10 hours trying to find ideas how to survive. And um, <laughs> and that's how the journey begins. We didn't have any money. We walked for one hour and a half to the capital city of Malta. And the first night was the hardest. So I told Cal, let's let's sleep at the airport the night i found a place that we can sleep on the floor <laughs> it's comfy i've been sleeping there for the whole day waiting for you <laughs> i was like no no let's let's leave let's leave uh, the the guy who came and gave us the guitar we asked him if we can have a ride so <laughs> we took a ride like this it was literally five minutes away from the airport and I was like, okay, five minutes, that means, let's check. Oh, it's one hour and a half to the capital city. Screw it, let's walk. Let's walk. We don't have money to take a bus ticket. We walked, 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 got really late. It was like 11. And we went to a place where people told us to busk there, to play the guitar there. And there was nobody. There was literally nobody. The streets were empty few people going around and we had no money all the hostels are closed all the hotels are closed at the moment and if 
like we wanted something really cheap and everything was closed and it's illegal to sleep um like on the streets in malta that's why there's no homeless people there um like dude we need to stay awake then we don't have any another choice we need to stay awake and we tried to play the guitar and people came and such and we uploaded on instagram like yeah guys we got stuck we don't have any place to stay if you can help us so a friend of us a friend of ours Zusha, she's a Polish from Poland. She's from the Yes Fam, and she have a friend who lives in Malta, and she sent him our story. So he DM'd us like, "Yeah, I would like to help. Like, I can host you guys." It's like, "Yeah, how many are you? How many people are you?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're two, and we have bags and such." It was like, "Yeah, then um, that's that's I'm gonna book you a hostel." It was like, "Dude, we 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 didn't even meet we." I don't know how you pronounce your name even. That's that's how like to which level of stranger, and he was like, yeah, don't worry about it. Everything. Give me your details. Give me your emails. I'm gonna book you a a, um, a hostel. We went to the hostel to check in. It was around one a.m. So the door was closed. We called them. It was closed. So there is no late check up check-in so literally there is no beds for us we called him he's like hey dude uh, thank you everything but there is a small problem the hostel is closed and we can't check in it was like yeah okay then let's meet in person at this area so this guy literally left his party to help us he, he left his party to, to let us find a place to sleep and we've never met this guy before never So we met him, we started talking and what's the challenge that we're doing and such. And um, we went inside the the hotel. It was like, yeah, one night um, for two people. I was like, yeah, 40 euros. Okay, it's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for it. He even brought us breakfast. Like it's a, like for a night plus a breakfast. And Cal and I were like, no way this is gonna happen. Like this, the world is crazy and a lot of people are kind and sweet and they want to help and everything and the fun part we opened the door of the room and we didn't expect that it was it was so luxury for us it was like when i when i wrote the flight to malta i was like yeah definitely i'm gonna sleep on the floors i'm gonna sleep on hostels on bad beds but i didn't expect the first night We get a sleep in a hotel with a balcony, with a shower, a great bathroom, a great big bed, everything, with a TV, everything. The first night, we, we were really hyped for this trip. And we woke up, had our breakfast, and had to work. We started finding places to play, and... Um, Cal was warming up and we played some two kids uh, we played for like strangers we just went to strangers like hey would you like me to play for you my song for a couple of euros or something just like anything anything um, and then we were also posting our challenge on Instagram and there's one YesFam member 
called um, Ali. He's from the UK. Um, he said like, yeah, I would like to send you some some money like to help you for the hustle for tonight. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna send you a couple of euros. And um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure, no problem, man. I video called with him for one hour. I'm like talking and talking about yes theory and the challenges and how he seeks discomfort and his uni and his life and everything. We sent him our PayPal and he sent us like five euros. I was like, dude, this is great. This is literally great. And two minutes later, I got a notification. We received 170 euros from this guy. Wow. And, uh, I, I was in shock. I was like, wait a second, this should be a mistake. I'm going to call him again. Maybe he wanted to send 17 rather than 170 it was like cal look cal look he was like no way no way this is happening no way this is happening we need to send the money back and we call him like dude this is too much man uh, we we really appreciate it but this is too much it was like no keep it you guys inspire me i want you to enjoy malta to the best <laughs> it was like Dude, one day if you come to Germany, you get a lift victory, man. You get to live the toughest life ever. <laughs> I will never forget this. So with the money, um, we booked hostels for two days. We we booked a cruise trip for all around the islands um, in Malta with like food test tasting, local food and everything. We were like living life, <laughs> and we played the guitar to save money because Cal's challenge was to to go back to the UK, so he had to save some money. And one of our stories on Instagram was a poll about having a tattoo, yes or no. It's like an Instagram control, and of course the people said yes. And I was I wasn't expecting that to be honest. I was like, oh okay, it's a joke. It's a joke. Okay, let's take it as a joke. And the joke became serious. And Carl came to me. He was like, hey, dude, it's it's ninety percent yes and ten percent no. That means we need to do. We need to. We need to have a tattoo. We need to make. Oh, we need to try to save money and afford the tattoo. And I, I wasn't ready to be honest. I was. No way, no way. Because I was planning my first tattoo to be in like after six months. Now it was so spontaneous. <laughs> it was so I wasn't really mentally. I wasn't really ready. I know, I wasn't ready what to expect. And it was Sunday, and we're like, okay, today is Sunday. Everything is closed. And our friends, our viewers, they were like, hey, what happened about the tattoo, dude? What's, what happened to the tattoo, man? Uh, of course, our boat didn't go for a waste, right? <laughs> it was like, um, no, <laughs> it's Sunday, right? It's closed. It's like, yeah, tomorrow, the first thing that you need to do. It's like, yeah, okay, okay. And we're like talking to Cal, man. Like, people are sending us messages. We need to do it. Fuck it, let's do it. This trip needs to end with something crazier. And it's like, yeah, okay. The day before leaving, 
we went, okay, let's let's do it. Let's do it. It was like 9 p.m. We went to this um, tattoo shop and it was like, we he was at the door closing. I was like, dude, we're doing this challenge. Um, like, please. And if we're only two and we're having this small yes tattoo and that's it. Nothing big, nothing gonna take a lot of time. He was like, okay. Um... <laughs> We went inside, we picked the tattoos, we picked the font and everything, and I was like, damn, man, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, man, it's it's literally gonna happen, I was like, Cal, go first, buddy, go first, you go first, you go first, if it goes wrong, I'm gonna say no, <laughs> you go first, I was like, ah, it's fine, it's fine, it's not, it's not that bad, and my turn came up. And it was so seeking discomfort for me. It was so seeking discomfort for me because raising up from a Muslim family is like having tattoos is so forbidden. And then it was like, and everybody like, yeah, it's forbidden. It's, you go to hell, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying that I'm a religious person, but they put this bad idea about tattoos in your mind. And it was like, yeah, I want to have a tattoo, but I'm not ready mentally to have it now, really spontaneous, just because we posted a poll on Instagram. And it was like, okay, fuck it. No, if I don't have, if I don't do it now, I'm gonna regret it. So we both had the same tattoo on the same on the same leg. It's like matching tattoos. Um, yeah, it's, it was great. It was literally great. And we went, we were in hostel. In the hostel had a swimming pool. We went for a dip in the morning. It was so cold, even though it was February. It's like nine, nine degrees. It was so cold. Um, yeah, we, we met our people on the cruise. We became friends with friends. We met one yes fan member who came to us at the hostel. I was like, I have, I made these yes baby stickers. And I gave Cal one when I met him. He put it on his camera. And I was filming. I was checking the footage. And someone came to me. And the host was like, yeah, dude. Um, why are you filming? I was like, yeah, we're filming this challenge. Surviving Malta without any money. It was like, oh, yeah. Like, yes, theory, right? I was like, no way. I turned my camera. And he saw the yes, theory logo. He was mind blown it was no fucking way yes fam come here <laughs> we like we hugged each other as if we know this person like yes fam is amazing literally yes fam is amazing we like yeah he cancelled all his plan plans and he joined us for the cruise for the the food tasting everything for the last minute that he flied back to Spain um <laughs> oh man we also the last night we didn't we spent all the money on tattoos and like the cruise and everything and we didn't have any money so we're like so we're sitting in Cinnabon and I was like Cal man dude please go play a song for a bottle of water I'm I'm dying literally dude please it was like oh, dude come on I opened the camera so he have no way to escape this, he went to the worker. He was like, "Yeah, excuse me. Can I can I play a song for a bottle of water?" It was like, "Nah, you don't have to play a song. You can have a, a bottle of water." I was, I was like, 
thank you, but I'm going to play a song for you. So he just sat down and he started playing and such. And after playing, the worker was really happy about his voice, about his playing and how kind we were. It was like, she looked how many people were there, like four. Because we were, Cal and I and the YesFam member that we met and another YesFam member that we met in Germany in the last summer who was in Malta through, this, through the same time. So like, hey, all four of you guys can have a Cinnabon. A big Cinnabon she gave us, all one of us, a big Cinnabon. And made my day. She was really nice. It was She was really sweet, really nice. I'm like... We, t- we took a bottle of water each and we listened to one each. I was like, dude, this is, this is heaven. This is heaven. You really can't survive without no money. <laughs> and then said goodbye to Cal, came back to Germany, and Cal continued his trip. He went, he stayed in Malta for two days and begged some people to go for a ferry to Italy. And from Italy, he came back to Roma, Milano, to Munich, and back to Brussels, Belgium, and then to the UK. It was, oh man, this guy, he's crazy. He's literally seeking discomfort on top level. He was like, never doing this again. (laughs) Never doing this again. It was like, Italy was really hard. (laughs) It was so funny. So uh, I've had this um, goal, at least I would want to backpack Europe before I turn 25. So that's my goal for the next five years. And it's something I've wanted to do. So is there something that you have that you want to accomplish in, say, like the next three years? Three years. So, um, yeah, I think focusing on uni and um, trying to do my best at university even though at the moment I'm not doing well. I know I'm, I'm trying to find... I'm lost at the moment. Um, but yeah, I think I need to go back to my path where I went because that's the reason why I came to Germany from the first place, to, to study, have a good degree. So um, I think three years um, focus on my studies and I wanted the first thing that I do after graduation from uh, uni is to do an Ironman. The first thing before entering the job world, I want to do an Ironman. I was I want to seek a job and I was like, hey dude, I am an Ironman. I just finished an Ironman. It's so crazy. Even though I've been running lately and I ran a half marathon and my goal was to do it under two hours. I was like five minutes more. Well, it was, it was, I don't know, I, I, I really like physical challenges and that's one of them. And the second one is to be semi-profi on the piano. And um, there's also one that I'm trying to work on this year and I need to focus on and try to how to plan it is to have a friend from each country in the world. Because um, so how this dream or goal came um because I'm Syrian, like the Syrian passport become became really weaker because of the war and everything. And it's really hard to, to travel and to have visas, to apply for visas, getting banned. 
and such and if, I love traveling a lot I, I love the, the freedom of traveling to go like yeah tomorrow I want to go I can go not thinking about okay if I want to travel tomorrow I need to apply for a visa I need to um, do the interview and they're gonna ask me why I'm, I need to travel like why should I need to go through this process but um yeah, I, I found it's like okay, let's let's turn this negative negative to a positive. It's like yeah, but I can even have because why I love in traveling is to meet people and meet culture, but I can also meet people and meet culture through the internet. So it's like okay, I'm gonna change it from traveling each country in the world to having friends from each country of the world. And so far it's like I would say thirty, forty countries so far I've crossed but the SFAM community itself is so big uh, like we easily have like a member from each country and each part yeah exactly exactly that's 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 how it started because it's like yeah I have I have a place to start with like from the SFAM and everything and everybody is open and down to join any challenges to down to help people achieve their goals and support and such it was like yeah this is this is the right place to start with <laughs> i remember the first time i joined one of the yes fam calls was um during this quarantine and i saw it on the facebook page and someone put up that they have zoom calls going on and i was like oh my god i have to join this and i was like okay probably like half an hour would be a good time and I joined for half an hour and I stuck around for about six hours. And because of the time zone difference, uh, the calls are usually at around midnight over here. And I remember starting at about 1 a.m. And like I was talking till the sun was out again. And I was like, this is crazy because I hardly know any of these people. And it went on. Like, there were 20 people. Everyone was talking about their life and sharing experiences. And you don't realize how time passes. And I think that was the craziest yeah. thing. After that, I was like, I'm joining all these calls. Yeah, that's that's true. The Zoom calls are like the, the Belgium Yes Fam, how they created them and how they found this this idea to make the parties and bring like um, like talent people to, to perform and everything. It's so smart and so clever. And even like yesterday, we were really mind blown with this idea about, okay, we can't meet in real life, we can't party together, let's let's move the party at home and dance. Like, last week's a party is Saturday, and last week, I think last week or the week before, um, dancing and we're like in a voice call with some friends and we can see each other, like we're dancing and talking with each other and Matt and Amar joined too. It was, yeah. it was... It was a big party. It's like 400 people joined. It was really big. It was as if it's a small festival or something. It was so, so, so amazing. Uh, so um, I think when I, if I ever come to Europe for my backpacking trip, which I really hope will happen, I would love to I meet you the guys same. there. <laughs> and if you're, you ever you're come... You're always welcome. If you ever come to India... I think we should do like an all Asian trip. <laughs> all yeah. the Assam people around India and all around Asia, in fact. Have you, yeah, have you ever come? To... Have you thought about it? 
no I, I, the, th the thing is um like the visas and such it's it's really pain in the ass to be honest like even i need i am an arabic person and i need visa to arabic countries so imagine but i think it's really it's gonna be really easy for me um to have the visas at the moment because i am studying in germany yeah and and i am not a refugee here so I am paying everything with my money, with like working and such. So when I go to the embassy in Prague, it was like, yeah, I want to visit, like have a tourist visa. And they see like, okay, he's a student, he's working, he's paying all his stuff for himself. Um, there's no danger in this person because he can, he could be he could be a refugee in this country and he's not. So it's like there's no threat that he might come to our country and ask to be a refugee, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I've been like studying in Germany for three years and no problems and everything. So I think it it's might be easier now, but with Corona now and uh, it ruined all everything, man. I had like this year, it was, I wanted this year to be the craziest year ever. And I think it's, being crazy but in the other part of being crazy <laughs> yeah so um, I don't know I we had a lot of plans we wanted to walk from Aachen to Luxembourg for like for surety this year 155 kilometers and this is one way <laughs> we wanted to do more challenges like like the one in Malta, it's went away. Yeah, it's everything happens for a reason, I would say. It does. So the first country that I ever visited, an international country, was Syria. So I was, um, I think I was two, and my parents took me to Syria and Egypt. And those are the two countries that I visited for the first time. And other than that, I think, uh, like, you had this experience... Uh, I saw in the video where uh, where they stopped you at the airport because of your passport, and yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's I think yes, yeah, it's, it's so uh, it's like it's not about the lady itself because she's just doing her job and right. it's just about the system, and when it happened, because um, traveling to Norway they don't need to see my passport they just need to see my European ID. He lives in Germany, it's not expired, that's it. They don't need to see the passport. And for thanks God, I took my both passport, the one who got expired, that I have the embassy visa on, and the the new one. So she came, uh, she asked for the, the passport. I was like, no way. Okay, I was like, yeah, this is the passport. She checked, yeah, where's the visa? I was like, here it goes. This is the second passport. I ha I had everything like each thing she get asked for. I have it. She won't find anything. And then when did she did the call? It was like yeah. She asked security. Yeah, I have Syrian password with my hands. What should I do here? Like the the punch came to my face. It was like, wait a second. This is serious. She there is a chance that she won't let me ride the flight. And it was like, okay, all the time that I was waiting for, all the excitement is going to end now. That That's the idea was on my mind. It was like, this is the end. This is the end. Like, 
I'm not, I, I won't. She won't let me. She won't let me on the flight. It took us like 10 minutes. She checking, checking, checking. Um, I don't know. She was acting really dumb because she was like, yeah, where's your, your residence? I was like, yeah, you're carrying it with your hand. This is the residence. And she was like, oh, okay. And she looked, okay, where's the passport? She asks again. I show her my student tickets that, that I study here and everything. I don't know. She was, I don't know. The system is so stupid. The system is so stupid because you, you just check, okay, he's a foreign student who lives in Germany, wants to go to Norway, that's it. And she started asking me questions like, for example, we had to take two flights to go to Tromso. One flight from Germany to uh, Oslo and then from Oslo to Tromso. She was trying to ask sneaky questions. She was like, yeah, you're going to Germany to Oslo and from Oslo to Copenhagen. And I was like, no, I'm going from Germany to Oslo, from Oslo to Tromso. I know where I'm going. What the hell are you talking about? And she, I don't know. And then she got a call like, yeah, she can let me go after all this time and through this time the time was going so slow so slow it felt like hours and i don't know it made me feel um i don't know it made me feel um not worthless just i don't know it made me feel empty bad yeah it's like why you know it's like why it's like I'm here for a thing that I want to achieve for since I was a kid and finally happened and now this thing happens but I think yeah every trip have up and down so I think this is one of the downs in this trip so yeah <laughs> you had a crazy trip either it's, way yeah yeah it was it was literally the one of the best trips in my life <laughs> and the thing is Amor and Matt have never seen the North Lights before so it was the first time for all of us so like experiencing it for the first time all of us it was so um, like really speechless moment experiencing this with them and just talking and, and being open as most as possible and just knowing each other and I don't know I, I felt I felt really I, to be honest I felt I didn't feel that I was traveling with men and Omar because I felt as if I'm traveling with yes fam members because as much as I I know them they don't know me and it's like traveling with a yes fam you've been talking and seeing each other but you've never know each other really well so it felt as if I'm going through a a trip with yes fam members and filming it i didn't even feel about the the, the cameras around me uh, when i saw the episode I was like wait a second i don't remember this <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was it was really nice like even them personality they are like totally 100 percent as the videos more funnier and more down to earth more open like even we were like talking with the Yes fam in Aachen and everything and having dinner together. They're really humble and it was, it's you really enjoy the time with them. 
you don't feel like yeah we are yes theory we have five millions subscribers like this showing off to people they're really down to earth and even when we were at the airport people came to us and take pictures and such and we're like yeah we even when stranger came and um, they were so down to open a conversation with them and ideas and everything they're they're really nice people i think that's why they are more they are really successful and even the whole community they've built so have you been doing like the 100 day challenge 100 days of sweat no so far not because i've been working and like at work and i've checked my phone i walk 30 kilometers every day at work so it's, I'm, I'm, I'm sweating at work. So I don't know if it counts. <laughs> but yeah, I think 100 days at the moment, just because of uni and working, and because I need to travel to my work, I need to travel three hours to my work, and three hours coming back. So it's, it's, it's a disaster at the moment. <laughs> but are you still working right now in this whole situation? Yeah, I worked the last uh, full week. But there we have like two meters distance, we have masks, we have gloves, so it's really safety. So there's no lockdown, there's no complete lockdown that y'all have? No, 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 it's not, it's not like India. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad, we have a lockdown and it's been about a month since I haven't left my house. So. Yeah, I, I have some friends from uni, they are also in India now at the moment, they're stuck, they can't come to Europe. So that's, uh, yeah, they, they told me bad. about the situation there. But yeah, I think that's the best for everybody. Thank you so much for doing this. No, it was so spontaneous. No worries. It's, it's, it's really, it's a new experience for me too. It's like podcast. I've never been in a podcast before. So let's it's do always it. The first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when exactly. I saw your message, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect, perfect, perfect. But it's been so nice hearing your stories. And it's so much better to connect with people. I think from what I saw in your video and from how you spoke, it was so much easier than I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I think, yeah, contact, personal contact is way really important. Yeah, you feel, you see the face experiences and such yeah. better than texting. Yeah, but yeah, thank you for this chance. And thank you for having me. Thank you for all the listeners. And let's hope for the next episode. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> no worries.